This is the Top Form Podcast with your host, me, J.R. Watkiss. I interview people from all over the world who are at the top of their game in music, film, politics, sports, and business. In their own words, you will hear how they are changing the way we think, the way we play, and the way we do business whilst operating from their top form. So tune in every week to listen to who will be my special guest to tell us about their journey as a top performer right here on the Top Form Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Top Form Podcast. My name is Jerry Watkins, as you know, and you're hearing in the background my guest today, none other than... Top Striker! Danik! <laughs> What's up, Danik? I'm good. What's going on? I'm so, Nick? so, so, so happy to have you on the Top Form Podcast. I'm happy to be here. Can I tell you, I've been a fan of yours for like a long time, like Hi. way before we ever exchanged words. You mentioned it, maybe As I got live it. You know why I was a fan of yours? So I got introduced to you through Chino. Because I used to love ah, Chino. Yeah. Remember when he had these, like, Chino had the, the, the energy unlocked yep. oh, for yeah. like a while, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he just was making a lot of hit songs mm-hmm. and, and then he did songs with you from those times and, yeah. What was our first, I think it was Driving Me Insane and then we just had this undeniable chemistry, man, music. Yeah, it was just you just kept doing songs. How did that start? Like, how did you and him link up the first time and decide mm-hmm. Selena got to sing songs? Driving Me Insane... He literally just got my number, reached out to me. He introduced himself. Um, I have a song that I think you'd be great for. Um, went into the studio. That was the first time I was working with him and first time I was working with Steven. So it was like an accomplishment for me because I'm like, yo, yeah. you're a genius. How old were you then? Mm, I think I was 21. 21? Yes, 21. And, and you were like the resident songbird in the entire I country. Was. So he was like, "Yo, I think Denny on the track." Yeah, and then when was. you met him, what happened? It was magic. Like our chemistry, the three of us, like working with Stephen. What I love about Stephen, and that's why we ended up working together so many times after that, is he's so communicative. I love when a producer can communicate and say, "Okay, no, do that better." It's, that's why I love working with Jeremy Harding. So they can hear things, and when they hear it, you know, they're like, "No, nah, I think you can do that better." So they push me, and by uh, while at the same time, you know, we make good music. And I, he played the track for me. He, he they explained. I kept saying, "Yo, this sounds so familiar." And Simon was like, "Yeah, it's a play on Mr. Loverman." Shaba. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started like the words just flowed, and sometimes. I, I battle with writer's block a lot, but when I'm in the studio and the mood is right and, 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 and the vibes is good, I always just, the, the music just kind of flows. And yeah, I just heard myself singing based on what he was singing. And we, I, I did the hook, I think in less than 30 minutes. Was that was your done. entrance into hit making music industry? What Mm-mm. was your first hit? Summer Love. Summer Love, cannot, yes. I yeah, remember that song. Cannot go around Summer Love I that to song. this day. That was a day. sexy, nice. Yeah. Yo, Summer Song always hitting her. Always. Summer song. And that song we put out late. So I was even surprised that it did so well. Because we put it out. You know, they said timing is everything. And you're supposed to put out a summer song from June. We didn't put out that song yeah. till August. But it still, still did hit. well, yeah. It's still, still summer. Well. <laughs> True, in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, so you, as a female in the industry, as a woman in the industry, mm-hmm. um, what, what are some of the challenges like 
you see both in Jamaica and internationally that you've been through that you could probably just share with us? Wow. Um, I have been, I don't want to, I don't like to use words like sabotage and, you know, those negative connotations, but I've been in situations where, you know, my mic was turned off. My mic was turned up too loud. Um, Why did that happen? I I don't know. You know, I never, I never, I was so, I was, I've always been the type of person, Jay, to just kind of focus on what needs to be done. Like, I, I don't have the time for think about, yo, who could do that to me? Like, why would you do that? I'm just so like, yo, I need to put on a show. I need to make sure that everybody, I'm here to please these people. And I've always been very nervous on stage. Yeah, I'm still to this day working on my stage presence and my performance because something, I don't have that switch that flips when I walk on stage yet. You know, I'm, I'm still working on it. I have to close my eyes. It's like I, I get so nervous when I'm standing there and seeing everybody look at me. And, and I know it, I keep telling myself, okay, they're expecting something huge. You have to come. And, you know, I kind of psych myself out. But, um, yeah, I, I just always kind of focused on that. And then at the time when Jade was managing me, she was always that person to back that too. She's like, no, you, I'll focus on that. You focus on performing, putting on a good show. So um, what else can I say? I mean, there are a lot of rhythms that I've never gone on and... I don't know if that was because of my management, if she wasn't doing enough where, you know, she wasn't going out and getting rhythms or she wasn't talking to producers. Um, but that's another challenge too. But then at the same time, I'm not that... I, I think people always like to say, Jamaican people always like to say, it's really DJ, you say jump on rhythm all the time. But there were a few rhythms that I would have liked to be on. Um, I remember there's one producer that I reached out to because I loved his productions. And he straight up said to me, yo, he can't voice me because he voices another female artist. And I was like, okay. Really? That's how that works. Okay, one at cool. a time. One at a time. <laughs> and the, let's talk about the, the stage performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you at the Butch Banton show? No. So something happened at the Butch Banton show. Mm-hmm. He came out, lovely intro. Oh, yes. And then and the mic, mic went. I heard about that. Uh, his mic went on one of his biggest songs, Destiny. Oh, no. Oh, no. So he had to start over the song. So okay. you felt the energy in the stadium mm-hmm. go down, mm-hmm. but his professionalism remained. It's almost like he remained unmoved. But you have to. You have to. The first time that happened to me, like, and remember, Jay, I'm, I'm fresh. Like, I don't know what to do, but at the same time, I understand, like, I'm a, I'm, I guess you could call it a survivalist, a survival. So I know how to think on my toes. So, you know, the minute I realized my mic was off, I just started, you know, talking at my highest level. Yo, can you guys hear me? I'm going to sing. I'm going to do this acapella for you while they sort that out. We're having some technical difficulties. Yeah, I remember. And that was always my test because I have a hard time talking on stage. Like, I can sit here with you and we can chat for hours. We can chat about anything. But you see, once I get on that stage, it's like, I'm like, okay, what am I going to talk about? What do these people want to hear? I allow what I think the people want to hear to drive me, which is something I'm working on because I need to work through that. But I remember it was, I'll never forget this. It was YVAs. I had my entire show planned to the T. I had, I, 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 you know, because I watch a lot of award shows and, and I, I, I understudy a lot of international acts. So I always want to base my big performances off of what I see. And I, cre- I curated this wicked show. It was five minutes on the dot. 
seamless. I even created the DJ didn't have to do anything. Just play the track because I had per, I'd rehearsed to the track, caught the track, put the songs together, everything. He did not have to to change or touch anything. All the mixes were in there and everything on. They announced the lights were supposed to go down, the lights were still up. And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is not happening. This cannot be happening." I was just like, "You know, I don't hear the music. They've announced me, you know, this is like 20 seconds into the performance now. There's no music playing. The lights are still up." And I'm like, "What the fuck is happening? Like, we just spoke to the stage manager. What the hell?" Then the lights go down, the music is still not playing, the intro still don't start it, and I'm like, yo, no, these people cannot be serious, I'm there, I'm getting fidgety now, because I'm like, yo, I'm so ready, I am so ready to go, anyways, the lights are down, the place quiet, like, if if a pin drop, you could have heard it, then I finally hear my intro, no, before I heard my intro, I start to sing, and I say, you know, hey there, Mr. DJ, please play my track, (laughs) What you waiting on? Let's do this, Mr. DJ. Can we go? Can we go? And then somebody comes around and they tell Jade that they're having some issues with the USB. So Jade is like, but to get the USB from where reach. So what's the, what's the problem? Anyways, about almost a minute of the performance time was gone before the intro started. The intro started came out hit the floor hit the floor running hit the ground running um had the dancers out and everything it was a good performance um it could have been better but i was so shaken in the beginning you know i did not give because i started to think okay they missed a minute of it i need to make up back for that i think too much i think too much my brain was running through all of that while the performance was happening but that was one and then the second one now that i was so pissed about was some fest there's this guy i cannot remember his i promised myself i would not forget his name you know because he totally fucked up my performance at some fest too the first it was the first time on the main stage um 22 year 20 no 22 yeah 22 years old i will never forget i was on some fest main stage 10 p.m a big people time that's you know <laughs> Oh, yeah, you no. see me when them still are coming but yeah. them dead and um same thing i had my my whole background set up i had the music to go with the background because everything's supposed to flow jay nothing but i'm on stage performing so now i did something different because i said okay i can't allow this to drive me this time so i didn't focus on that i just focused on giving a good performance when I'm done, Jade is going to say to me, there was no background in here. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> she said, there was, there was nothing on the screen, but you did a kick-ass performance. I said, no, 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 but what are you talking about? The background was a part of the performance. She's like, well, it wasn't there. The screen wasn't on. They put up something else. I think it was something that said, Rick at some place. And that's fine, but your performance was great. So don't you worry about it. Yo, I worked for weeks months to pull, to pull it off to make sure because you know how it go with with video and music and and, and i had, had scenes of me performing at other places scenes of me signing autographs and everything to be playing in the background to show people yo this is what's up who's it who are your 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 you said you model your performance of international mm-hmm. people who are some of these people oh god i mean i wish i could dance like her but beyonce is definitely one of those people why can't you because have you practiced because beyonce could dance true and ciara too ciara is one of them too um no i don't practice as extensively 
but I don't have a lot of confidence in my dance. <laughs> I mean, I'll dance if I feel the vibe, but I don't have a lot of confidence in it. Aaliyah, Aaliyah was one of my, Aaliyah is, was, and still is one of my greatest role models musically, Kerry Hilson. Um, and there was one other person who I just really loved, their, Adele. She brings this calm Big onto voice. the stage, yeah. But she brings this this calm. It's like Adele can sit there, and it's probably because of her voice. But she can just stand there and just sing. She doesn't have to move. She doesn't presence. have to do anything. Yeah, presence. her presence. Is, Few is, artists have, have that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, the um. So Adele, Aaliyah, Beyonce, Kerry Hilson, those are my top. Those um. Top. So. In putting together your set, mm-hmm. what gives you the edge? Like, what what are you going out there to give to people? And I'm talking right now. Mm-hmm. Like well, what, what are you now? Wow. When somebody comes to a Denny show, mm-hmm. what should they expect? The edge that Denny has. I've been working through this for. I haven't performed in two years. Two I know, years. Two years is really bad. It's really bad, I know. So your return will be like the Gargamel. <laughs> <laughs> I but, hope but so. But the reason for that is you had a baby. I had a baby, yes. I had my son. And I needed to take a break. You know, I changed management. Well, not really changed management because I managed myself for the for the now. Um, but I needed to take a step back because musically I was going to a place that I wasn't comfortable with. Like, I was doing songs that I didn't want to do. I was doing them because I thought that's what everybody else wanted to hear. And I don't think that's what people want. People love me for my authenticity and i want to keep i wanted to keep it that way so i took a step back and in going getting back into the studio i decided that my revamp is going to be something more real so when somebody comes to a denise concert the edge that they're going to leave with is i knew there was a reason why i love that girl now it, it can be anything it can be because my voice is great it can be because of the energy that i send out off the on stage it can be my personality. I don't know what it is, but that is definitely something that they will take away from it. Like, I knew there was a reason why I love this girl. If you weren't doing music, what else would you be doing? So many things. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. I'd be doing interior designing. I would probably be doing psychology. I love to talk to people and to kind of figure them out and help them um, along their life's journey. Um I'd be an artist because you did this on your wall, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, I want one of this on my wall. <laughs> Maybe not this, but uh-huh. something very birdy. <laughs> well, there are birds. <laughs> well, for those of you who can't see this, we're looking a at a wall with a tree. A tree of life. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yes. And the baby decides that he needs some attention. <laughs> you want to be in the podcast? Just ask Uncle Jay. So, um, you you would have been doing decor um i mean thought about anything in the arts and acting for sure you going to acting mm-hmm. have you ever acted yeah Tell me. i've done a lot of live tv um i've gotten some spin-off shows based on my role as live tv i have been the i was in the pilot episode for this local tv show called real friends um they it was as there was another thing too that happened in that i can't remember exactly what it was but jade said to me that we're not gonna do it we're not gonna do the actual thing i don't know if they were taking too long to shoot or something or other things were coming up i'm not sure but i remember i just did the pilot episode um and i've gotten called in for a one or 
two, three, maybe three movie roles and two I turned down because some of the scenes were too racy and I just think that for my entrance into the acting world, I don't want them to be that racy yet. Tell us about some of the movies you turned down and the roles <laughs> so that we can look at it and be like, oh, that was going to be Denny. <laughs> okay. Well, I was supposed to be this, the, the and they, they chose a great girl because I love her. She's a sweetheart. Kimberly Patterson in Dance Hall Queen. Dance Hall. King, King of, of the Dance, Dance Hall. Hall. Yeah. Right, yeah. I was supposed to be her. And, so uh, you were supposed to be kissing the camera <laughs> on the falls. Yes. And being the main girl while the Bonner girl comes yes. up in your face. Yes. your man. And done me. <laughs> and then uh, there was another... I was actually supposed to be in the cast of Luke Cage as well, but that got canceled. Oh, I'm glad he didn't do Luke Cage. It got canceled. Luke Cage was such a dramatic really? overacting. Okay, because I've never watched it. Um, they I, got I used all to hear the about Jamaican it. Yes! I used, people used to always tell me about that. Like, where do they get these people totally from? Totally crazy. The, the, the scripting was mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. but the, the acting was oh, obviously non Jamaican oh, people. Jesus. So maybe if they had you, maybe. it would have been a better movie because you'd, you'd have loaned them your accent. Easy me. So it this was, was for the second season. Third, and it got cancelled after the second one. Or is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It got. Can- I, I know it got cancelled because it wasn't getting enough viewership, and it just wasn't doing as well as they. Because of the accents, probably. They should have had persons <laughs> Real in there from Jamaica. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then um, we're gonna talk about some more positive ones now. I actually got casted for a show that's gonna be launched this year. It's called Lawless. It's a TV show based on. The kind of underground of the FBI and the Secret Service-ish. I am a special agent in the oh. show. Yeah, I can't give away too Bad much girl. yet. But yeah, I'm a special agent protecting my... And people are going to be very surprised to see who my dad is. Bunty girl? <laughs> no. Bunch No, is not my father. No. <laughs> so this is an American movie? This is an movie. American movie. Ah. Well, it's a TV. It's a series. Pretty cool. So Pretty yeah, cool. and then Looking I was also time. yeah, and I was casted for I cast for Which another one. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're trying to get um they are well actually they they're trying to get FX mm. and Fox. So hopefully we're cl- yeah. crossing our fingers. No, that's that's pretty dope. And then another one I got cast for another kind of Jamaican spin-off called Blows and Skirts that's supposed to be coming out early 2021. So crossing our fingers on that. They're just waiting on some other stuff as well. And what's the next one? And mm, y'all know James Bond is shooting in Jamaica, right? Yeah. Yes. So that's a maybe too. So, you know, I, oh. I kind of just have maybes out there. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to them. Looking forward mm. to, you know, the experience. So what learning if they ask from you to them. be racy and oh naked my. and kissing and under the falls again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what? Three years later, hey, maybe. maybe. As an actor, I'm a trained actor. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I studied in school. Mm-hmm. I was really supposed to be acting. This is my dream. <laughs> I and then I realized that acting does not pay and the rules come far and few. Yes, between. they do. Actually, last movie I did was a movie called Better Must Come. Ah! And I remember when I, I, I got when I got my pay, I was like, are you serious? This can't be life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat. So I made, I made, I made a decision then that I was gonna be the boss. I was gonna be the producer of all the the movies. I that love I that. Did. And I've I've since launched 
hey. my production company and everything. Yeah, I saw that ad that you did um, for Bank of Jamaica. Yeah, we did like that's dope. We did like seven Bank of Jamaica. Ads that was dope. A couple of ads for other people. That was really dope. But but I made that decision then because mm-hmm. behind the camera makes more money. Mm-hmm. But as a star like yourself, <laughs> that you already have a brand. Mm-hmm. I think acting is good. Mm-hmm. However, to to cross the 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 insecurities mm-hmm. of of showcasing yourself mm-hmm. you have to first know that it's not you ah it's I there's do. a difference between Denique and whatever and role who, i'm playing whichever character that is and you, whatever that character needs mm-hmm. you must you be able to give it and and that's why that's why you become authentic if you don't smoke and the character smoke you, you have, have to, to smoke. learn, learn how, how to, to smoke. smoke and you know it's so funny you said that because my favorite actor in the entire world hands down is Johnny Depp. Yeah, and Johnny Depp is like a method actor. Listen, to he like there's nobody like him. I'm sorry. There is nobody like Johnny. Johnny is the most exceptional human yeah. being I've ever Very few seen. actors. You watch Billions? No. Oh my god, watch Billions tonight. Really? Is Don't let good? tonight pass you. And you know what? Season one. I'm at, it's at season four now. Season four is launched on I'm Sunday. watching Van Helsing now. I don't care what you Stop watch. <laughs> Stop watch watching it. And go watch Billions. <laughs> okay. Billions is the most important show for any entrepreneur, really? artist, human being. Okay. You learn how humans function. Mm-hmm. It's a show about um, um, capital investments ah, um mm-hmm. so axe cap oh, is billions is, is going against the the attorney general whoa and it, it's just a fast pace show show and psychology and how humans behave and how to make money which is important which is important <laughs> and, and it has a lot of little human codes you should watch billions the guy who plays axe mm-hmm. and the guy who plays like chuck Rhodes. Mm-hmm. those two guys are really good actors okay if you watch that show you're like yo these guys are like super good, just mm-hmm. like Johnny Depp. Because the guy who plays Axe mm-hmm. is actually British, oh. playing an American what? accent. And he's that like is dope. Role. Yeah. So he's lending himself. Just like you're I a Jamaican, yeah. you have a Patois accent, yeah. you may have to speak using another accent. American accent. So that's what acting is. And I, and I, I, I really that. do hope you go into acting because I can see I, you doing that. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. So hopefully the stars align the yeah. way I want them to. You should. You should. Let's talk social media. You've managed to use your social media leverage Mm -hmm. for many brands. Mm -hmm. And and they come to you and Mm -hmm. and, and want you to push it. Mm -hmm. How did you want to build social media? How did you get plugged into social media? Wow. Um, After Make Me Believe You, I think that was when Instagram really started. And had a couple of... People just, it, it's like, I won't, I'm not kidding. I went from 20,000 followers yesterday to 150,000 Saturday. Wow, yeah. When people started to put the two together. Oh, that's made me believe you. And then I did a show in, I actually did, when Fly Jamaica had just come about. They wanted to do an inaugural flight to Guyana. Mm-hmm. So we went down there. And when we went down there, you know, people were wondering. They didn't know my songs. They didn't, they didn't know me personally. And I remember 
I could see the recognition on her face. Like when Tiffa performed, I could see them recognizing that, oh, she's the one that sing that song. And, and I think it was Sasko too. And then when I went up and, you know, I started to sing, we were supposed to sing two songs. So I started to sing Hooked On Me, which is one of my favorite songs to sing. And then they were grooving. And then I started to sing Make Me Believe You. And everybody went crazy. And I'm like, what's happening? I, I couldn't understand. And they, they were like, this is the biggest song here. What are you talking about? We're so nice, so nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd literally be driving through Guyana, Jay, and hear taxis, oh, doors open, the music turn up loud, made me believe you bumping, parked at a bar. And I'm yeah, like, no tax man play a song. Yo, you yeah, know it's shot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yo, this is amazing. And then after that, no, yeah, social media just kind of took off. You know, it spiraled and um, Guyana... I've got a lot of home. <laughs> got a lot of shows um, from there, and you just started to build. And then um, I kind of feel like I start. That's when I kind of feel like I started to do my start to handle things on my own, you know, because you know Jay was into a lot of Jade was into a lot of farming. No, she had to take that over, so she couldn't give her attention where it needed to be so i started to do a lot of things by myself you know um with volkswagen you know they reached out to me and it was a friend of mine at the time she knew the marketing director and he was like yo i love her she has this star quality we'd love to work with her we're launching a promotion on the tiguan i think she'd pair with it perfectly that was 2015 and that's kind of how my ultimate dive into brand collaboration started before that i did something with samsung um samsung us and i did something with pepsi but i think it was really the volkswagen deal that really cemented that okay this is like they like to say jamaica's sweetheart and we want her and after volkswagen you know i worked with iberostar star jet blue um so many other people Lifespan, spring water, you know. So brand Danique is obviously a staple in Jamaica. Yeah. Where do you want it to go? I want to, I want to become, I saw this somewhere and I realized that it's the same thought I had when I told somebody three years ago, four years ago, that I wanted to be like Tide. They couldn't understand. They're like, you want to be like soap powder? I'm like, yeah. Because every single household in the world needs soap powder. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they need it. That's so it's a true. staple ingredient. They need it. And then they're like, okay, well, tell me somebody. And I think you and I had this conversation where I told you, like, essentially, Kim Kardashian, like, what she's built, that's where I want to be. Because if you look at it, well, of course, you know, with talent and everything else. But if you look at it, she's built this insane legacy yeah like it don't matter if you hate her it's leverageable you, you, you like still, she's now put getting people out of prison and all that just still, from her brain. exactly yeah. you know what i mean it doesn't matter if she can't sing it doesn't matter if she can't dance it doesn't matter if she can't act you still love her you still go on google to find out what she's doing today you go on social media to see how she looks even if you just want to go on her page to hate on her you're still looking at her so you know what i mean um, but separate and apart from that, what she's built, I'm, I'm proud of it, you know, and, and as, as a woman. So she's one of the references I use, of course, without the sex tape. Um, that's where I want to be. <laughs> so what advice would you give to persons who 
want to build a brand. Maybe they're not a singer, but they want to build a brand on social media or anywhere else. What advice would you give them? Find, figure out what you're good at and do it to the best of your ability. I'm really, really great at marketing myself, at marketing brands. I'm great at creating. I'm great at content creating. I am, I'm great at singing. Um, I'm, I'm, my mind works in ways that a lot of like that the normal mind doesn't I, I want to say not saying it's it might be abnormal who knows but it's like I, I can see case in point I can see when you show me an apple seed I can see the tree I can see the tree I can see the apples on the tree I can see the apples fall off I can see the leaves fall off and I can see the tree become and I, b- b- blossom with apples again so that's how i see that's how i that's how my brain works you show me a sunflower seed i can see the plant i can i can see everything from what it is now to what it can be and then i i work diligently to <clears throat> make it be and another thing that people need to be need to know too guys is you have to be honest with yourself you know you can't be out here you know, singing all these songs or, or you're, you're, you're doing different dances or whatever, but you're not getting anywhere, but you're not getting anywhere. You're blaming everybody else. You know, at the same time, you have to really look at the situation objectively. Is it that people don't really don't want to fuck with you? Or is it that you can't sing? Or is it that you can't dance? Or, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's just this level of transparency that's necessary because a lot of people I see just throw away their lives, you know, for years, 20, 30, 40 years trying to be this star, this singer, this dancer, this mogul. But you're not talented. And people think that talent is just what you can do, like singing or vocal. It's not. You have people that are ta- talented at business, like you, for example. You have people that are talented at designing homes, architecture. So it's not just about what you can actually produce from yourself. And but, so you bring people together. Exactly. And you know, people people just need to be honest with themselves. That's the first. Honestly, thing. That, that's an underrated quality. It is. In the era of- fake news i saw something yesterday that and it's so funny i thought of you and i don't know how i forgot to send it to you we are in the generation well you're not in this generation but <laughs> first of all i'm 34 okay i am okay. in this generation okay so we are in the generation okay so we're in this generation where our parents didn't know jack shit and then this new generation know everything thinks they know everything so it's like whoa yeah. we're like right there so we have a little bit of okay i don't know who the hell who's this new artist now you know but i know this and you know it, it's like this ba- it's this weird place but it we we actually have the upper hand because we also have the wealth of knowledge that our parents let down that this new generation don't want to take from us so yeah yeah true that's interesting because there's information, but not a lot of people have it. Exactly. Because they're not going for it. Mm-mm. People are doing mindless shit every day. Every day. You can find a tutorial on how mm-hmm. to run a business mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. people are not focused on what really matters. Nope. That's true. Yep. Um, so, let's talk about Connor. <laughs> Since he clearly <laughs> wants to be Who's making so there. much noise on the podcast. And we're going to keep him. Because he's, he's obviously our special guest Happy. this week also. Um, <laughs> how has baby life changed you? Oh, oh my God. 
I say this every day. Can I get paid to be a mom? Because you can. You I just need have to... to pay yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, but for real, I love I love being a mommy. I'm enjoying every minute of it. Like, whew, like things that I wouldn't naturally think of doing before. Like, I celebrated his half birthday. I baked a cake. <laughs> I made. And that's some mommy thing. I know. I know his father wasn't with this. No, he didn't even. He's like. <laughs> of these things i'm like shh, okay just shh. you know i made the cutout of his half symbol because I'm, I'm i'm creative like that like you know I'll, I'll draw things and cut them out i'll create backdrops and stuff and i've already planned and this a half birthday is half a year yeah sorry it's six months half of the year <laughs> half birthday one over two and i've already planned his first birthday party his second birthday party and his third he really has no say so even if he didn't like the things that i'm gonna do he's gonna have to grow to love them um his room you know decorating his room was like my biggest thing and and just the days just watching him grow you know i'm happy that i i get to be i have the opportunity to stay with him and and to be around be present for these because even today he learned to he started clapping today out of the blue and i'm like oh my god you're clapping <laughs> but, yeah man i love i love this kid this kid is mothers, everything mothers tend to have an extra piece of love yes. that lasts forever yeah because you true. know one of the things you're gonna do when he's 18 like i remember when i had you you know <laughs> no we're 18 jay when he's probably like 10 and i ask him to get me a cup of water and he's like but i don't want it i'm like listen kid you were nine pounds <laughs> okay mothers my mother still does i, I was born to. on christmas day every oh year oh my god Literally every year, One. my mother tells the story of how she was in labor during Christmas. <laughs> Why are you biting my cord, huh? Papa. Huh? I'm supposed <laughs> to give your input on this conversation. <laughs> Yo! Wow, yeah. And I don't think, I, I still go through it too. My mother talks about, you know how long I carried you for? How dare you tell me no? And I'm like, lady, not today. Do you think having a baby slowed you down? No. Or you feel more motivated? I definitely feel more motivated. I feel, I feel more open. Like I feel like all the things, all the, I, I say this, I said it in, in, I was talking to a friend the other day and I said, you know, I think in 2016, I was awakened of, so I was in, awakened in a way where, you know, I see things now in a whole new light, like even little insecurities that I would have had before, I don't have them anymore, or even if they're still there, they're so minute, it's so easy to look over them. Um, and, you know, the motivation to just be better continuously definitely came when I decided that, yeah, I was ready to have a kid. And, you know, I'm just in a different place right now, and this is where I want to be. I tell... I have people who are coach, right? Females, a lot of females that are coach. Mm-hmm. And I tell them all the time when they're feeling like they don't know where their purpose is mm-hmm. to have a child. <laughs> a child. That don't work for everybody. No, no. A child will immediately give you something to I, do. That don't work for everybody. Them, them, if they don't, then they're walkless. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so you need to fix something else. But a child is just quickener. Yeah. It is like a seasoning in your life mm-hmm. that, oh, now I have to cook two mm-hmm. dinners or cook for two. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it makes you now hunt, mm-hmm. especially as a man, mm-hmm. makes you hunt. If I'm pricing things, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of my four children. Yep. I'm thinking of how 
I need to support yep, everything. Yep. I, I'm, I'm thinking big, and it it helps me as a to. businessman ah, yeah, um, to understand my value. Yeah, because my value is now not just for me, but for it's holy. For kids. So I too have to give people the value to cover exactly. all of what I'm doing. So exactly. a child does come with that energy, but mm-hmm. as you said, not everybody feels nah. it. Um. So two years after taking the hiatus off the stage mm-hmm. when are you going back well i would love to start performing again um i've been in rehearsals um oh, you have i have been oh. <laughs> yeah i have been and you know it's it's just been it's been so refreshing mm-hmm. just kind of getting back in and just doing singing again you know so you'll be doing some showcases uh, hopefully. hopefully and all these brands better sponsor that you have listen, loaned your listen. talent listen <laughs> i hope on a listening yes but um yeah so i want to just putting a show together there's a thing that happened right there's you know coffee yeah coffee is a new wave in reggae music mm-hmm. right? she's being touted as the next thing mm-hmm. right but i haven't seen a coffee show no. What I've seen is coffee appear Appearing on stage. On stage. And she, she, um, Coco T brought her out at yeah. Mojo. Mm-hmm. And, and she has been doing that for several shows. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's a strategy for the record label. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, yeah, because she's about to be signed, right? She's signed already. To Atlantic? No, Colombia. Oh, okay. Um, and her song is even in this new movie by... Um, nice. Um, I love Us, Jordan Peele. I think. Okay. Um, Toast. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if not showcasing herself a coffee show mm-hmm. is good for brand coffee. Hmm. Because I want to see her. I want to see what she's capable of. Me too. I want by see, herself. Yeah. Because I, I think she's talented. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know something, there's something that I don't get when she just come on stage and do two songs mm-hmm. and leave. It's know? true. The, the longevity of it. I remember when Chronics was coming. We saw a chronic mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. So we, we were able to digest what he is yep. and love what we love and mm-hmm. don't love what we don't love. Exactly. And then work on it and work on it till it gets better. Yep. Um, he wasn't just running on stage. No. So so what value do you think there is in, in putting together a set to perform? Oh, no, it's very necessary. Um, valuable in the sense where, like you said, people get to see you. I have done in my entire career i've been in the music industry now solidly for nine years and i have done four major live shows by myself where you know i invited other artists to come perform and it always gave people the opportunity to see me to see who i am and i think that's why organically i have so many fans or so many supporters i like to call them heroes that are drawn to me because i've given them the opportunity through social media and you know even in person like as somebody said to me one day you know how come you don't have an entourage or whatever i said because i don't have a celebrity complex i don't need that you know i, I want people Wait, to feel the connor just poo poo <laughs> <laughs> connor that's so disrespectful to my audience connor huh what kind of g'd up style is that <laughs> 
yeah, you were saying yo, um, you're yeah, a celebrity I, complex no and a lot of a lot of people tell me oh you need to get that you need to get that you need to get because you're a star and you need to treat yourself like a star and i'm like i do treat myself like a star but i'm not an arrogant bitch so i'm not going to walk around thinking or behaving like i'm better than anybody else because at the end of the day um i want people i want my fans to feel comfortable i mean even if i'm not in the mood one day and somebody wants a picture i'll probably tell them hey can we do this another time but you know it's a picture and you probably never see me again in life you know what i mean so sometimes it's just like okay yeah let's do this let's do this how do you manage the social pressures of of being a woman in the industry that that men don't get like i could go on stage if i was a dj i could step on stage in my slippers uh-huh and rock it and they scream but they wouldn't necessarily afford you the same because they're they're looking at you from head to toe the hair the nails the, everything like you have to be done up how do you manage that you know what i look at it like jay it's it's i'm and i'm realizing as as i'm maturing and i i'm i'm realizing that a lot of myself a lot of yourself comes out you know the more you grow and if you look at a, for example, if you look at a Janae Eichel, when she performed, I went to one of her shows, it was amazing. I love her. Love her. When you go to a Janae Eichel show, she's in, sometimes she's in baggy pants and a tank top and that's it. Like, that's her performance. That's who she is. That's who you're getting. And then Tiana Taylor, I mean, of course, she performs with a whole lot of bang and, and, and dancing and things. But when you look at what how she dresses, it's She's so herself. simple. She's herself. And that's what we need to try and figure out. I think you need to try and figure out who you are first before you do anything in life, especially as an artist. And if you're going to be two people, you have to be two people. Like, Beyonce on a regular is not the same as Beyonce on stage. Like, exactly. So, you know, it, it's two separate personalities. Is. Some some artists require separate personalities, but like a Janae Aiko, who doesn't? She is who she is, and that's who you get on stage. That's who you get in real life. Um, and kind of the same thing with Ariana. You know, it's just that Ariana is not as calm and and and, and Yeah, you, you gonna get whatever body Ariana gives to you. You gonna get the album when she's ready when to she's give it re- to exactly. you. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. You know, so yeah. Shout out to Rihanna, by the way, who I heard is doing a reggae album. What? Yeah. Alright. Well Chronics vibes. did say Ona Faith and Rihanna work 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 dance hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So big ups to her. Denny, thank you so much for joining me on the Top Form Podcast. Thank you for having me. Say thank you. Connor, thank you too. Oh, Connor don't want to talk now, huh? Yeah. Alright, listeners, this has been the Top Form Podcast. My name is Jerry Watkiss.